Hello, I'm Bill McMurdo and this is Speak to the Nation. I want to look at something today and my title, if you like, is this. A question for remnant saints in Scotland. A question for those remnant saints in Scotland at this time. I preached this very recently at an Arise Scotland meeting and I just felt it's so important to share this from Ezekiel chapter 37. This is something the Lord has really been speaking to me about and I want to uh, bring it to your attention. I want you to pray about this, think about this, meditate on this and, and really answer this question because it's a biblical question and it's a prophetic question in relation to our times here in Scotland, the land of destiny at this point in time. We're living uh, in unparalleled times. You could say Spanish flu was, was worse, certainly. But in terms of governmental control, uh, we're seeing it ramped up across the earth. And in Scotland at this time, you know, we've just come out of the EU, uh, which uh, those of you who know my ministry will know that, that I preach that as God's will for Britain to depart EU Babylon. But the problem is not just coming out of Babylon, it's getting Babylon out of Britain. It's getting Babylon out of Scotland. We see Antichrist, Babylonian powers, manifesting in our government. As I put it this way, while we slept, the tears grew up in our government. We have political leaders now who are hell-bent literally on a path that will take us into great oppression, uh, darkness, wickedness, and Babylonian control. Unless the saints of God pray, unless the saints of God mobilise in prayer and in other means to pull down these wicked governments. People say, well, it's the end times, it's going to happen. It's not inevitable, it's going to happen. And I believe Britain is a haven nation. I believe there are other haven nations, but I believe Scotland is called by God to be the land of destiny that will be a catalyst for a great end time revival, outpouring, awakening. And I believe these words don't do it justice. They're not adequate to describe what God is going to do. This is the great end time Elijah revival that we're speaking about here. So I want to look at Ezekiel chapter 37. This is what God has put in my heart. The hand of the Lord, verse 1, was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. We need God's hand upon us and we need to be carried out in the spirit of the Lord. Man-made programs are no longer adequate. Let me just say this to you. Business as usual is over. I've said this before. You've, you've, you've heard it if you've heard me teaching. Business as usual is over. And any attempt to go back to it or any attempt to keep it going by Zoom or, or online, rubbish. Absolute nonsense. We are entering into the uh, an age, a time, where it's either going to be God's ecclesia that rises in the earth or, or you're going to be under bondage. Worse, perhaps, than they were, the children of Israel were under Egypt. It's that stark. It's that simple. It's that plain, dear saint of God. We have to mobilise now. And, and this is just oh, a, a clarion call, you know, for repentance. And we've had all that stuff. 
and 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 as we teach in Arise Scotland and and uh, other places, uh, particularly guys like Bert McCaig, Stevie McKee, and myself, we need to transition from the Sardis uh, wineskin of church into Philadelphia. The Bible says Sardis is dead. That's God's account, or God's reckoning, should I say, of Sardis. And Sardis is the modern church. The church, that doesn't mean the last hundred years, or the last five years. It means the church since the Reformation. The modern age is uh, Reformation till now. So we need to transition from what we've had, and we've all grown up in that type of church. And church is great. And as it says in Revelation chapter 3, Sardis has a reputation for being alive. But no matter how many times you refurbish, remix, reboot, paint the walls, get new equipment in, get the smoke machines, the skinny jeans, Sardis is dead. We need the Ecclesia. We need the order of Melchizedek in the earth. The governmental assembly of saints. And, and that's why this is about a remnant, brothers and sisters. Let me just say this to you. And this principle, write this down and brand it in your consciousness. God deals with nations through the remnant in those nations. Okay, God will deal with a nation through the remnant. If you're the remnant of God, and by remnant, you know, I can't tell you if you're in the remnant. You'll know your spirit will witness to it. Now, I'm not saying that the remnant is some kind of elite club where, you know, uh, they're superior saints. I'm not talking about stuff like that. That's foreign thinking to a remnant saint. But a remnant saint is prepared to pay the price. A remnant saint is a sold out saint. But a remnant saint is not content to dwell in Sardis or in old wineskins or in old paradigms or business as usual or status quo. The status quo is one of your greatest enemies, if not your greatest enemy. You're always going to be fighting demons and Satan and stuff. But you need to understand that to put down roots in a place where God says there's something more, move on. If you put down roots there, and so many of us do that, we need to we need to transition into that new paradigm, that new wineskin. We need to go to Philadelphia. Okay, let me just continue this. I've, I've come off this, but I haven't really, because what I want to say to you is, if you're not moving with the hand of the Lord upon you, if you're not moving with the Spirit of the Lord, you're not moving. You're stuck. So the hand of the Lord was upon me. This is Ezekiel speaking. Carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley and lo, they were very dry. Oh my God. Dear Lord Jesus. This guy has been taken by the Lord, the hand of the Lord upon him, the spirit of the Lord is with him, and put down in the midst of a, of a horrible place. Now, we're not talking about the grave here. You know, we talk about being raised from the dead. This, this is way beyond being raised from the dead or raised from the grave. These are bones. These are dry bones. In other words, it's been dead a long time. This is, this is Sardis. It's a valley of dry bones. And let me just say this to you. Ah. Uh, it, it, this is a picture that the Lord has given me of the church in Scotland, of Scotland as a nation, because, see, God deals with nations through his people in those nations, but he deals with the remnant. There comes a point in time where there has to be a remnant rise 
when it gets this bad. And this, a remnant is just a seed, a handful, a, a, a scattering of saints. But somehow, God manages to bring those remnant saints together and, and they become a remnant. Or, or, or even if they don't know of each other, they're still the remnant. You know, when, when Elijah, uh, the Lord says to him, I've got 7,000 men. You think you're all alone, but I've got 7,000 who haven't bowed the knee to Baal. So we are in this place right now in Scotland. It's a valley of dry bones. And let me just say this to you. Man-made initiatives, man-made programs, great ideas. Oh, let's reach the people. I've got a great idea. That's the valley of dry bones. If there isn't the Holy Ghost, if there isn't the Spirit of the Lord, you know, we, we have so many initiatives and programs. And, you know, well, let's reach a million people by Zoom. All that stuff. Great ideas, great initiatives, programs. Uh, just ideas to try and, and further the work of God. Now, I'm not knocking people's zeal, but if, if what people are doing is not of uh, is not of the Lord, and you know, even if if it is of the Lord, sometimes a lot of a lot of times we get an inspiration, we get an idea, but then man gets involved. Well, I've got a better way of doing this. I've, you know, here's another way that we could we could try this. And before you know it, it just becomes another man-made program or man-dominated program. So we're in the midst of the valley of dry bones. That's the church of Scotland. It's a church in a lot of places. But I'm speaking tonight to people in Scotland in particular. Uh, you know, my calling is to Scotland. My calling is to Britain. Um, I get a lot of invitations to go other places, but, but I don't heed them. Because I'm called to, to, you know, and what's the point of me going all over the world, you know, bringing a, a message of taking the nations when, when Britain is in the state it's in, when Scotland is a valley of dry bones? You know, sometimes we need to question this whole concept of, oh, God's called me, you know, all over the, the world and God's called me to the nations. I'm not saying God doesn't do that with certain people. But, you know, why not start in your own nation? Anyway. That's a whole different message. And he said to me, verse 3, Son of man, can these bones live? I, I want to tell you something. That phrase is ringing in my spirit. It's thundering and thumping through my mind. I, I'm actually having to turn it off because I, I want to function in other things. But that keeps coming to me. And that, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm sharing this with you because it's not a message just for me. It's a message for every remnant saint or a question. Son of man, can these bones live? God is saying to you today, brothers and sisters, if you're a remnant saint in Scotland or even a remnant saint elsewhere, but, but this is a message for remnant saints here in, in Scotland. Can these bones live? Can there be once more a rise in this church? I don't have it handy, but I, I read in my uh, Arise Scotland meeting a uh, um, prophetic message by Richard Cameron, who just before he was killed at the Battle of Ayers Moss, spoke about that God would raise up the church in Scotland to an unparalleled degree of glory and dominion and might uh, at a future point in time. We're at that point in time. We're at the point in time where Richard's Cam Richard Cameron's prophecy must come to pass. We're at that point in time where Jean Donald's vision must come to realisation and manifestation in the earth. 
you're at that point in time, brothers and sisters. So what I want to share with you is very simple. Can these bones live? Can God do this? You see, you have to settle that question. You have to answer that question because as you look around, the darkness is encroaching. The darkness is getting stronger. The darkness is deepening in relation to wicked antichrist governments. Yes, here in Scotland. Yes, here down, down in Westminster. Wickedness, darkness, oppression, bondage. That's our lot and our portion under these rulers if we allow it to happen. You know, saints of God have risen in Scotland in the past. John Knox, the reformers, some lost their lives. Some only lost their livelihoods. But think about the covenanters, thousands, persecuted, many slain. Uh, anybody that's trying to do anything for God is very often persecuted, as we know. It, it just comes with a package. But in Scotland, we've had the killing times. We've had people lose their lives, and in, in the whole of Britain. Why? Because they dared make a stand. For what? For the truth, for the gospel, and for the kingdom of God. You know, kingdom isn't some airy-fairy castle in the sky idea. It's a real dominion of the saints. And, and we're not talking about erecting uh, some kind of papacy or popery. You know, you get Protestant popes as well as Catholic ones. We're not talking about having man-made systems of, of, of domination. We're talking about dominion in that God's word is the thing that has a dominion in the hearts and minds and the institutions of state. That's so important. We handed them, as the church in Scotland, we handed these things over, the welfare of the poor, health, all these things, education, we handed it over to the nanny state who, who now control the masses with it. All right. And then he says, again, he said unto me, prophesy upon, well, I said, I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest, of course. What else do you do <laughs> when the Lord says, can this happen? You say, well, you know. <laughs> if you don't know, you tell the Lord he knows. Anyway, he said to me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you. And ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am Yahweh, I am the Lord. Now I want to say this to you. God is going to raise up a mighty, mighty work here in Scotland that will eventually cover the whole earth. Scotland is to be the catalyst. Scotland is the land of destiny for this mighty end time Elijah outpouring, move of God, the restoration of all things, way beyond, ten times more than ever we've ever seen combined, way beyond even that. But, but I want to say this to you. God has chosen, and it tells us here, I take this as a prophetic message from the Lord, and you should too. We need to prophesy. We need to speak it into being. Whatever, whatever comes out of your mouth is the game changer. What you say is what you get. Yeah, it's word of faith. Yeah, you say, well, you know, speak to this mountain. Yeah, you need to. And remember when Jesus says, speak to the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea. Let me just say this to you. Mountain is a metaphor in scripture for kingdoms, empires, uh, dominions. So if you want to see Babylon thrown into the sea, you're going to have to speak to Babylon 
here in Scotland, remnant saint of God. You're going to have to do it. Your mouth has to be involved with this. The Bible it speaks of itself as a two-edged sword. Go look it up in the Greek. It's diastomos, and it means, or diastomos, it means two-mouthed. There's two mouths needed when you're dealing with this book. The first mouth is God releasing it, speaking his word, and then some publisher printing it. But if it sits in your coffee table or lies under your bed and gathers dust, it's only a, a, a one-mouth sword. To be an effective sword that penetrates the heart, that pierces atmospheres, changes them, um, binds principalities and powers, pulls it. Go and read it. Go and read it. Psalm 2, Psalm 149. The bonds and restraints, the binding and loosing, in other words, that is done upon national rulers of wickedness to stop them being wicked and to release the nations, that's in the mouths of saints. That two-edged sword is in the hand of saints. And you need to use it. How do you do it? You need to uh, speak and declare. You know, I've got a little uh, booklet. Speak to the nation. Prayers, decrees and declarations for Britain. You can use them for Britain. You can use them for Scotland. You can use them individually for Wales, Northern Ireland, wherever. The key thing is that the, these these decrees and declarations and prayers in this little book will, will change the nation. Because I know people that use this book as a vital part of their prayer time daily stuff like that and and you know you can do it once a day several times a day you need to get a copy of this book uh and if you want to get a paper copy get in touch with the ministry uh, get in touch with with us uh on billmcmurdo.online you'll 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 find links to uh email and stuff like that or there is a website you can go and, and download that ebook free completely free manchildgeneration.uk manchildgeneration.uk to get your copy of this book you can you can access the book online you can download it as a pdf or you can get in touch and get paper copies that's up to you if you've got a prayer group get get more than one um so that you guys can share them anyway can these bones live if if you want them to you say oh, well yes it's all in this the hand of the sovereign lord his sovereignty. No, no, no. It's in your mouth. If these bones are going to live, you need to prophesy to them. You need to speak to them. You need to speak the purpose of God into Scotland. He said unto me, verse 9, Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith Yahweh, uh, thus saith the Lord God, shall say, uh, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon the slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. You, you want the army. You want the harvest. You want the, the harvest of at least a million souls in Scotland that, that some of us are believing for. Uh, you want that, you need to speak it. You want the Kyle, the great forces, the, the, the hosts, the sons and daughters to come. They'll come to you. Isaiah chapter 60. Your sons and daughters. That means harvest. That means people saved. That means um, a great end time Elijah move of God in Scotland, the land of destiny. Oh my God, I'm getting all excited here. And, and you should be too. Because this is what God wants for us. Not decline, defeat, darkness, despair, bondage, all that stuff. But victory, glory. 
uh, and being a haven nation. A haven from what? From Antichrist. From and, and I'm not talking about the Antichrist, you know, like uh, a lot of people talk about Antichrist, that spirit, that system, that beast system. You know, just going to close and say this, uh, uh, you hear me speak a lot about the Reverend John McPhee, a mighty prophet of God here in Scotland, in Glasgow, uh, in the 20th century, he and his little band of folks. And he always said, the time is coming when men will have to choose between the beast system and the throne of David in the earth. Who are you choosing today? Can these bones live? You see, if you say, yes, they can, and I'm going to prophesy and speak the bones, life into them, sinews upon them, muscle, tissue, I'm going to, I'm going to raise these dry bones, not on my own power, not on my own haughty, arrogant, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a mighty man of God stuff. None, none of that. Yeah, I'm going to have a ministry. We're going to, no, 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 no. Put park your ministry. This is not about your ministry or my ministry or your church or my church or you being a big shot or you getting on God TV. This is about the kingdom of God. This is about the order of Melchizedek transitioning from all that, those old ways of, you know, ministering church to the ecclesia of God. The ecclesia means the governmental assembly. And let me just say this to you. Yes, you know, that could be in grand settings. That can be in, you know, fancy buildings if you choose to meet there. But this honour of all his saints. You can do this in your bedroom. Go read Psalm 149. You'll see the picture of it, the template. The saints of God have dominion in the earth. You can do this lying in your bed. You can do this washing the dishes. You're meant to. It's not for pastors, leaders, fivefold ministers, you know, uh, guys with white suits and guys with a television ministry. It's this honour have all his saints. But if you align yourself with other remnant saints and, and be part of what God's doing, be part of the Ecclesia, the Church of Philadelphia, if you'll be part of what God is doing, you can speak to the dry bones and say, you know, that thing that they used to have in Scotland that, that dominated in God, in a godly fashion, in a godly manner, the Church of Jesus Christ, guys like Knox, uh, guys like uh, Whitfield that came and preached, all these great men of God of old that, that raised up the church to a mighty stature. Uh, if you'll be part of the Ecclesia, you can speak to the church of God and say, these bones, I prophesy to you, rise up and be a mighty move and force of God in the nation and the earth again. We, you know, I wish I had Richard Cameron's prophecy to hand, speaking about the, the great, great things that God has for, and these covenants are sought for the church. They saw it and they spoke to it, they prophesied. It's amazing the gift of prophecy some of these covenant guys had, and, and even John Knox. So, saints of God, and I'm talking to remnant saints, and if, if you're not a remnant saint, why not just get your right, yourself right with God and become one? Just step over into being a remnant saint, loosen yourself from the shackles of religiosity and bondage and sadness death. Now, now you think that's harsh? Listen, we, we, we teach this. And, and, and folks don't like it. <laughs> they don't like it. Some folks love it because they're remnant saints. 
But ones that find it hard, well, you know, we all find it hard. We all have to make, you know, we'd all like to stay sometimes in that cosy place. You know, I'd love to go back. I would love to go back to some of the stuff I've been known and involved with and glory and seen things, unspeakable, majestic, wonderful, glorious things. I'd love to go back to the churches, the ministries, the experiences, the, the events, the seminars, the conferences, whatever, that I've been to and were, was blessed mightily. Supernatural stuff, my goodness. I'd love to go back. But, you, but the only way is forward. Forward still, tis Jehovah's will. Though the billows dash in spray. Amen. With a conquering tread, we will push ahead. Amen. He'll roll the sea away. I love that old hymn, that old uh, uh, spiritual. I love that. Forward still, tis Jehovah's will. It's just that simple, friends. It's not backwards to glory days we knew of old. You know, I, I, I've got quite a few decades now being a Christian under me, so I, I can go back quite far and remember things, things I took part in, my goodness. And you're probably the same, or you might be the same. But it isn't backwards, it's forwards. It's not back to immerse yourself in the sardest of all, because great as it was, and wonderful though it was, and we, love, we loved it, and we should honour it, we should respect it, we should treasure and value it very deeply. But it's a springboard into the new thing that God is doing. And I know we always say, well, God's doing a new thing, God's doing a new thing. But right now, we're never going back to the old thing anyway. We only have one option, which is just stagnate where we are, or forward still, because it is his will. Son of man, can these bones live? That's the question that God is asking you and I right now. Do you believe that these bones can live? You say, yes, I believe. And here's the thing. If you say, well, I believe you can do it, Lord. That's great. That takes care of the faith part. But here's the identity part. Here's the question you really need to ask. Can he do it through you? And if, if, you, if you hesitate there, then that's what you need to work on because as, you say, as he says, can these bones live? So you prophesy, you speak to them. It's God's power that will form dead, dry bones into a living army. And only he can do that. Only he can do that miracle. But he won't do it. He won't do it for you unless you start to speak it. You might see it happen, but you'll not be part of it. And I believe, a lot, I believe what's coming will pass a lot of people by. That's why it's for a remnant. God in his grace and his mercy will allow people to partake in some of the blessing, I believe. He won't allow all to do that, but that's between him and those people. I need to wrap this up, folks. So prophesy. And by prophesy, I'm not just talking about oh, uh, the gift of prophecy or the office of a prophet. You know, he's not talking about that really here. He's speaking to a prophet, yes, and it takes prophetic voices. But, you know, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So we can all prophesy. You may all prophesy. So we're not talking here about, oh, well, you know, uh, is this the gift of prophecy? Is it? We get all bogged down in that. We're talking here. When he says prophesy, he's saying speak to the future that you want and speak specifically to the church 
that you want to see, to the move of God that you want to see. Speak Gene Darnall's vision into realisation. Speak into manifestation all these authentic prophetic words. Some that you may know of, some that you don't. Speak them into manifestation here in Scotland. Well, that's me out of time, folks. Uh, I just feel that's enough for today. Prophesy to the bones, the dry, dead bones. Speak to them. Speak life into them. Speak breath. The breath of life, the Holy Ghost. Speak that which God's purpose is for Scotland. That's why it's called the land of destiny. Because the destiny for Scotland is to be chief of the nations. Uh, and that's not by, you know, being militarily and all that stuff uh, dominant. It's by being God's positioned sheep nation for the purposes of God in the earth. The Lord bless you, folks. Uh, take this message very seriously. I, I implore you and be part of what God is doing in the earth today. He's doing it through you. He's doing it through me. And and please come along at our Rise Scotland meetings, 7 p.m. You'll find details of that uh, on our Facebook stuff and uh, website and so on. We'd love to see you there. It's for remnant saints. It's for people who are serious with God. It's not for lukewarm, you know, compromising Christians. So if you're one of them, get right and come to our meeting. Or come to our meeting and get right. Get a Catch a dose of what we're about at this time. It is contagious. It's the Holy Ghost. Get some Holy Ghost. Uh, get the Holy Ghost virus. Get the Jesus virus. The Jesus contagion. And spread this wonderful message to other people. God bless you. I'll see you again or speak to you again here on Speak to the Nation.